Hi friends, and welcome to Live Well with Emily, a podcast where we talk about all things yoga, Ayurveda, mindful living, and holistic wellness. My goal is to inspire and empower you to cultivate a deep sense of connection with yourself and give you the tools necessary to live a more balanced, healthy, peaceful life. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hey love, welcome back to the podcast. Today is our final dosha in our series of the three doshas and just the basic introduction to what they are. So today we're looking at vata dosha. All right, so um, firstly, in order to align your lifestyle with a holistic-minded practice like Ayurveda, you have to know your personal constitution. Put simply, your constitution is your unique makeup of the doshas. Um, I've said it in the past episodes, but if you haven't listened to them, the doshas are the three physical forces that are formed by the five elements, and they create specific qualities and tendencies within us, within our own bodies, our minds, and in the world around us. So the three doshas are kapha, pitta, and vata. We tend to be dominant in one or maybe two, but everyone has and needs each dosha within them. Um, Over the course of the next several weeks, we'll be diving deeper into the doshas and how to balance them and things like that. But if you want, and if you haven't listened yet, I covered the basic understanding of the first two doshas, kapha and pitta, in the week's before this. So go check those out if you haven't. And then uh, today we're going to be working on Vata Dosha. So we're looking at the end of the cycle. This Vata is a symbol for transformation. Okay, so hopefully by learning about the doshas and examining them within your own self, you'll be able to act in a way that supports ultimate balance in your body and in your life. Right. So, and if you don't know what your dosha is, it might help just to listen to these episodes and start to understand, um, you know, start which ones resonate more with you and so on. But to get a full understanding, you probably want to at least take a dosha quiz if you haven't done that, or for a legit, like, real consultation, you know, like really understanding what's going on, you should probably book a consultation, whether that's with me or another Ayurveda practitioner that you really resonate with or trust. Um, That's a really important part of this practice is understanding yourself and then moving forward from that, right? So, okay, so let's dive into Vata. Vata season is fall, autumn and early winter it's the end of the seasonal year it's moving into death vata time of day is six uh, no sorry uh, two to six so that's 2 p.m to 6 p.m and 2 a.m to 6 a.m so it's the end of the day and it's the end of the night so it's it's that transitioning into nighttime and it's transitioning into a new day right? Um, Vata is the last stage of digestion. It's moving everything out of the body. Vata time of life is after menopause or roughly that age for a man, like age of retirement, essentially. It's the final cycle of life in the physical body. Vata is comprised of air and ether elements, which govern all movement in the body. It's um, 
It's the air and space inside us, as well as the energetic force responsible for circulation, elimination, nerve impulses. Um, It's the subtle movement of thought and personal expression that's also tied to the elements of vata dosha. The qualities of air and ether are dry, light, cold, mobile, flowing, uh, subtle, and sharp. So these qualities show up in our physical bodies and features, uh, mental tendencies, and personality. Our vata nature is our creativity, our enthusiasm for life, excitability, inspiration, um, and and movement. So too much vata in the mind-body can cause a lack of focus, insomnia, fear, anxiety, constipation, general dryness in the entire body, tremors, and tics. If excess vata is left unchecked for a long time, it can cause serious mental instabilities um, and personality disorders, but that's like a super very rare and extreme case. So there's most likely no worries there. (laughs) Okay. Um, The vata body type is ectomorph. So it's thin, narrow. Um, These people tend to have difficulty gaining weight, even if their appetite is like steady and strong. If they can, they can like eat a lot of food and they still just don't really gain any weight. Um, Generally though, a vata dominant person switches between like forgetting to eat meals because they're so engaged in what they're doing or they just don't really feel hungry. Um, and then having like a super strong appetite that they cannot ignore anymore. And they can like, just go like go ham on some food after like a couple days of not really eating anything. Um, let's see a telltale sign of excess vata in the body is bloating gas and constipation. That's really, that's the first place you're going to really see it is in your digestion. So if you're bloating, if you're gassy, or if you're constipated, if you're not going to the bathroom at least once a day, every day, you're constipated. And that is a vata imbalance. If you have a lot of vata, you may also have um, prominent bones that crack a lot or really dry skin or rough skin, cold hands and feet, um, the chief symptom of imbalanced vata dosha in the body is physical pain, particularly nerve and joint pain. That's a vata imbalance. Um, so yeah, if you have any of those bloating, gas, constipation, dry skin, thin skin, um, uh, nerve pain, joint pain, that's all a sign that vata is going crazy in you right now. So we want to get that in check. Okay, Um, a vata dominant person, their personality is like a butterfly. They're friendly, independent, inspiring, artistic. They tend to be dreamy um, and they sort of like go to the beat of their own drum sort of thing. They have a bunch of awesome, innovative ideas that are flowing through their head all the time. And when they actually settle down to make one of them happen, they create real beauty and meaningful work. But Vata types are the kind of people who have multiple projects going on at one time, and some of them may like never even get finished because the Vata person has already moved on to some other new and exciting um, endeavor, you know? Like, 
they tend to drop projects off and sort of let them fall by the wayside um, because something else that's fun and exciting has come around. Um, yeah, okay, so lots of personalities. They reflect the qualities of air and ether. So they talk fast, they move a lot, um, they might like their eyes might go you know, shift a lot back and forth or something. They may be looking around a lot, talk with their hands. Um, they can be described as having their head in the clouds, you know, or like a really woo-woo-y or dreamy, things like that. They're generally very easy, breezy, and lighthearted. Um, when they feel, you know, evoked, they may become harsh or rough in their personality, like, um, or like turn a cold shoulder to others. They can become very cold and, and harsh. Yeah. Like, like a cold breeze, right? It's air and ether. So that shows up not only in the body, but also in the mind. Um, when under stress, vatas tend to become very anxious, fearful, they worry a lot, they may have trouble sleeping at night due to worrying or overanalyzing about something that's stressing them out. Um, they, they may wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to fall back asleep for a long time because they are just, their mind does not stop going. Uh, Vata people will benefit greatly from having some form of structure, whether, you know, so definitely specific meal, like having meal times every day that are the same, like setting up that predictable routine with your meals um, is very important. And a, at least semi-predictable work schedule is very important too. And then having grounded practices like meditation, abhyanga, which is self-oil massage, all of these things are going to really help ground that vata excess um, energy in the mind and body. But I'll get more into that in future episodes. I'm going to be going into how to balance all of the doshas after I finish this little series. So... Um, vata is primarily located in the body. Um, it's in the small intestine, but it can also be found in the hips, uh, in the pelvic organs, in the bones, nerves, ears, and colon. So remember, we have and need every single dosha within us. Most people are, um, are usually dominant in one or maybe two. Uh, that, and so, you know, you might really resonate with one of the doshas, but you do have all of them within you. So if you don't resonate 100% with any one dosha, it's because you are a unique combination of all three. Um, so yeah, it's important to look at the qualities within your mind, within your body and see where is your vata, where is your pitta, where is your kapha, where are you dominant, where are you lacking, things like that. So we can start to bring you back into balance. The doshas fluctuate within us and outside of us all the time. So you may be, um, you know, a pitta dominant person, but like by your original nature, but due to environmental factors or, you know, the season, things like that, or lifestyle habits or the way that you're eating, you may start experiencing vata imbalances like anxiety or constipation. And then that has to be taken into account, even if you are a pitta person. So important to look at the qualities. Um, but we'll go more on that later. This is just a super basic understanding of what vata dosha is. Um, because, you know, knowing which doshas are dominant or out of balance within us is really the first step to feeling good in our body and mind again. That's, 
that's where we can start to understand our own true nature and where we can look at nature outside of us and take in the things that are going to balance us. So this is just a summary of the Vata Dosha. It's not, you know, supposed to, it's not, I'm not intending to diagnose or or treat anybody here. If you want, you can book a personal consultation with me and we can uh, go into a deeper analysis of your doshic constitution and together we can work on your personal healing journey, um, what foods, herbs, exercises, etc. are going to work best for you right now. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'll be back next week. And until then, wishing you health and wellness.